Netball World uh, Championship going on over in England. A chance maybe for the for the nation to celebrate a victory instead of a heartbreaking, crushing loss. Joining me now, netball, rugby. Anything else you commentate on for Sky, Ricky? Pretty much just whatever, tennis, whatever else. Wherever a gap needs filling, they can wheel me out. Ricky, no more gaps. Ricky Swinnell joining me now. And uh, Ricky, obviously the early stages of it, it's it's almost like just a a warm-up exercise for the big three, we'll say Australia, New Zealand, England, who have been the surprise ones? I've been looking and and, um, surprised to see South Africa doing quite well. Yeah, South Africa, um, amazing. They had a great win over Jamaica the other day. It's a huge upset, and it's effectively sent Jamaica packing because they also lost to England yesterday. So that pretty much ruined Jamaica's chances of making the semi-finals. Look, South Africa have been building for a couple of years under Norma Plummer, and they've got probably one of the best, if not the best defender in the game, and Carla Mostert, plus Bernice Potgita, who we know well, who's been playing out here for a number of years at the other end. So they've put this really good team together with a very very canny coach so it's probably been coming for them um, but yeah for them to beat Jamaica in the fashion they did and basically put themselves into a semi-final um, is, is a huge result and it's sort of yeah to change things around a little bit. In, in terms of um, does it mean anything in terms of the the difference in the scores because the Australians for instance give Malawi a massive pounding compared to to the uh, the Silver Ferns can we read anything into that? No, I wouldn't think so. Different stages of the tournament. I mean, New Zealand played Malawi at nine o'clock on the opening game, you know, on the first day of the tournament. Australia get them three or four days later when, you know, Malawi's hopes of going much further are over and, and, you know, fatigue and all of those things kind of of set in a little bit. I mean, I think uh, New Zealand might have played Northern Ireland and and perhaps beat them by more of a score than Australia did. So I wouldn't kind of be looking at the numbers, the the actual score lines on those. It's more about, you know, who got out there, what the teams are doing, how that how they're playing in those those top four nations. With the game tomorrow, mm. is there more on the line rather other than just trying to get the better seeding in terms of of supposedly playing easier opposition in the semis? Yeah, it's a really tricky one. This I think. Four years ago, we saw New Zealand play Australia in the preliminaries and New Zealand won and we were all cock-a-hoop and it was really exciting. But then, of course, they get to the final and and then they lost. They had one bad quarter at the start of the match and and Australia dominated from there. Um, So in terms of the result, I I wouldn't be, if you're a Silver Ferns fan, I wouldn't be too concerned if they lose to Australia tomorrow night. And I also think... Nolene Todor will keep something up her sleeve. I don't think she'll show all her cards tomorrow night. Um, she's changed her squad around a lot. Every player's been on court, um, all of those kind of things. And then in terms of the seedings for the semifinals, well, look, you're probably to win the tournament, you're going to have to beat Australia or England, probably both of them at some point. So if you play England in a semi-final, so be it. You're going to have to probably beat them at some stage anyway. So I think it's a really good test. I'm really looking forward tomorrow night to just totally see where these teams are out are at. But as I say, I don't think all the cards will be laid out by New Zealand at least. Uh, yeah, it's fascinating. I'm just wondering whether yeah. it would be nice, Ricky, if um, we could get Australia and England playing each other and yeah, hopefully the, and the Australians get knocked out. I mean, that would be lovely to see a final without Australia in it. 
Well, yeah, I think that would be quite pleasurable for most, uh, for, for, for many, many viewers. I think Australia have looked pretty good so far. Um, England, I'm really interested to see how they go against South Africa tomorrow as well. I think they've got a couple of problems in their squad in terms of injuries um, and, and their depth of being tested and their, and their stamina. Um, but yeah, yeah, so it is. It's, it's a tricky one, isn't it, about what you put out there tomorrow night. Do you really go for it and get that win to try and get yourself the higher seeding um, and, and therefore, yeah, perhaps get South Africa in a semi, but we've already seen what South Africa are capable of doing. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's a very uh, a challenging situation. Of course, the psychological edge, I don't think you want to get blown off the court um, tomorrow night, and I don't think that would happen for the Ferns anyway or, and, and for Australia. So um, there's a little bit of ducks and drakes perhaps to be played too. It's, I mean, look at there's so many lopsided games in there. I, I, what is what is world netball doing to try and level out the competition to raise, yeah. raise the standard of the of the lower echelon? Yeah, it's a hard one, isn't it? It's actually, I was just been with chatting about this with people earlier today about should you know teams be blooded at a World Cup level? Should it be the best of the best? But then if they're not there, they're not getting that exposure to to the top level teams. I think in Australia four years ago they they did the draw slightly differently, and so that there weren't as many, I guess, mismatches. Um, look, I think, oh man, I, I was watching Zimbabwe the other night. You look at Uganda, Malawi, and what South Africa have done, and if there was a resource in Africa, I just think that that whole area could be something quite incredible. They've got amazing athletes. They seem to grow these seven-footers, like these incredible Amazonian women um, with all the skill, but they just so lack in, in resource. And I guess that's part of Netball New Zealand's argument, uh, sorry, World Netball's argument about why they don't want to allow men into in as such, because they are solely for women. They do a lot of development in that area. Next World Cup is in South Africa, and whether they can, you know, boost in the funding and all of that goes through there. But this is not a, a wealthy organisation, the International Netball Federation, by any stretch, and and, and so it's almost a, a beholden upon. Uh, we, as I say, we've seen Norma Plummer in, in Australia, from Australia going over to South Africa and building there and, and being able to get coaches from this side of the world to go in and to, to be teaching those methods and, and, and different styles and building because the athletes are there. They just, they just need some support. They need some money. The thought that would make every netball fan in New Zealand cringe, Norma Plummer, associated <laughs> with a World Cup winning side. Oh, Imagine getting South Africa getting up and Norma Plummer is there again. She, she is a remarkable woman. She's well into her 70s. Uh, she has done great things with South Africa in a very frustrating system. You can imagine for an Australian or a Kiwi going over trying to operate in South Africa's system would be incredibly challenging with the resource. But but they, like so many of the others, like England in particular, have really benefit, benefited from their players coming out and playing in Australia and playing in New Zealand. That's where Lenise Pot to the shooters being exposed to to the hard level of play where where Carla Mostert has as well, but but yes, yeah, so you can imagine um, yeah coming up against against Norma Plummer being in a semi final or a final might send a bit of a shiver through a few. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 and, and Ricky, like you, I've got I've got a lot of affection for her. I quite yeah, like I yeah. quite like Norma. I think she's misunderstood, shall we say? Yeah. Um, uh, well, look, I think the the scrubbers comment from many 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 moons ago was misinterpreted, and that so that's kind of been held against her a little bit but she's straight up the gut there's there's certainly spade a spade a spade's a hatchet and and she's a, as i say quite a remarkable woman thank you so much for your time uh, ricky swinell we look forward to chatting you again uh, as this sort of sharp end of the tournament approaches oh good no worries thanks Mark.